Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. This is episode 4-8, Numbers! We're your hosts. I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. How you doing? It's, we haven't seen you in a while, guys. Thanks for joining. Has it really been that long? It's been like at least at least a week, man. At least that a is week. a lot of time. Yeah, so, you know... Um, so much things have happened since then. The sun has risen... Seven times. Seven times. Anyway, every week we goof off and listen to great video game music based on a topic that we choose or a topic that you choose. Um, we chose the topic this week. Um, but before that, what are you playing for now? What, what's new with you? Well, right now, I don't know what the heck. Well, first of all, I'm still slowly playing um, Brain Lord. However, the problem is I haven't been home much to do home gaming as of late, so mainly handheld related stuff has been my fancy and on the handheld lately i am playing of all things pokemon i'm trying to complete that pokemon x pokedex now i don't know what's gotten into me all right so i'm only familiar with 151 so how many are there um there's more than this total but as far as the pokedex i've got since i haven't claimed all of my wonder card pokemon i have 717 and i'm short like 200 and 27. Wait, you have 717. No, there's a total of 717 oh, that, are, okay. that are available in my Pokedex, but I'm short by 227. What happens if you have like three Jigglypuffs? Do you just toss two out? Do you donate them to science? No, you donate them to the Wonder Tree. What's the Wonder Tree? Science? Internet. Yes. <laughs> Internet science trading. <laughs> but like yeah it's it's a game series i've always been a fan of but up until today or up until recently i have essentially kept away from the concept of trying to complete the decks because it feels like such a lost bit of so much lost time there and yet here i am pokemaning it up that's, that's, not, that's my game of the of the podcast today yes poke pokemons um in addition to that what have i been playing oh uh um, Shiren the Wanderer, the Tower of Fortune, and the Dice of Fate for the PlayStation Vita. Is that all one game? One game. One really difficult game. I saw uh, you posted on Facebook you were playing a game with these angry schoolgirls. Oh, Galgun. Galgun. It's not for kids. Though. <laughs> it didn't look like it. Though, honestly... It's only from the outside, like in a sense, like there's no real like dirty birdie going on. It's just there's some there's a point where like they make you. It's the dumbest premise. We have to pet them at a point using like the there's like a love bomb you throw, and they have to pet people till they leave you alone because you shoot them with pheromones to make them go away. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> that's sounds, a, it's the, that sounds crazy. It's that's the reason uh, why. But in most circumstances, I probably wouldn't want it. But the gimmick is so goofy that I can't deny yeah, it. And basically, what it, it is, looked is like it, yeah. Basically, the premise of the game is you're a high school student who gets shot by Cupid with too many love arrows at once. Okay, which puts the love Cupid love power into overdrive, resulting in you needing to making every woman in the vicinity want you. 
but you only get one day to find your actual true love huh. or you will be hated by women and alone forever. Okay. So basically you're trying to fend oh, women man. off while finding one woman that That's, actually likes you. I I don't know how I feel about that. It's very strange. I mean it's very strange. Yeah, I mean it's strange. It was really cute because like you had this picture of this like this this little schoolgirl and she just looked angry. <laughs> well, some of them are angry. <laughs> there's so also there's also a demon running around. So funny that makes some people basically they they, they affect people in a, a different way where they still like you but they want to beat you up. Huh. Like, basically, basically, like they want to beat you up for the most part. That's so funny. They want they want to abuse you all to themselves. Mm. It, it's really rough. So like for those people, you have to. Get the demons from you gotta get the demon possession away from them. And then you have to shoot them with the pheromones. Calm it's bizarre. Yeah, but that's it's, it's really bizarre. Very strange. Um What are you playing, actually? I'm playing Street Fighter Five. Cause somebody got the upgrade. Yeah, got Amazon came through. I I didn't I thought they were gonna come I thought it was gonna come through this week, but it came in on a Sunday, which is crazy, and I was really happy about that. So yeah, I'm online and I'm training, 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 training. So my scrubby Ryu and uh, Cammy, training, <laughs> training. That's all. It's train, train, train. <laughs> I'm I'm really enjoying it. I really like the um, how offense offensive the game is. It's very offense driven. Um, you can have these really short matches, really explosive um, matches where it's just heavy, heavy combos, and it's a lot of fun. I'm if you're into Street Fighter, this is probably one of the best Street Fighter games that, that they've ever made. I think it's better than 4, and I played the hell out of 4. Okay. So, yeah, I'm really into it. And now I have a PS4, and I can play other games now, which is cool. Like Street Fighter Five. Oh, yeah, I'm probably not going to play a lot of other games because I don't do that. <laughs> I tease them about it all no, the it's, time. Yeah, um, I had the emulator up. What was I playing? I can't remember anymore. I was playing an NES title. No, I had the Genesis emulator up. I was playing El Viento on Sunday. That's a shooter. It's a side-scrolling. Um, I didn't play too much of it. I just played through the first world. It's it's a it's a side-scrolling anime-style game. Oh, okay. Because I know I, 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 all I remember is I remember I've seen the title screen or the title before. It's like written in blue cursive. Yeah, and um, yeah, we we uh, we played music um, on our or maybe I picked music on our Matoy Sakuraba episode. Oh, he did music for that. Yeah, he because uh, he was part of Wolf Team. Well, there it is. That makes it that makes it quite solid. It, yeah, Genesis and awesome composer equals like a really really nice Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this week uh, I was like, hey, let's do Western composers, and you're like, hey, let's do a composer focus, like kind of one upping on that, and then I was like, let's do Tim Fallen, and and lo and behold. I am typically at my weakest when it comes to Western composers, so I had to do some research on Tim Fallon. Post research, however, the man's done some great music. Yeah, he's been in some interesting games, I'll say. <laughs> but his choice of tunes for said games is top of the heat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really big in the UK, like I guess demo scene for a while. It, that's what it sounds like, and just his style is really hard rock um he's able to really manipulate those channels so it sounds like there's more sounds playing than there than there really are it's i, I tim fallen is really what kind of pulled me back into listening to just video game music um and a lot of it's because of a track that you picked which one 
um, we'll hear it soon. But um, we're starting off. This is a even number episode, so I'm going to start us off. Um, I picked the um, song World. Sorry, I picked the song World Two from the game Treasure Master. Treasure Master for the NES. Oh, this is a very NES heavy episode. So hey, again, saddle up for the <laughs> NES. <laughs> Prepare to bark on a treasure hunt. <laughs> Listening to World 2 from the game Treasure Master for the Nintendo Entertainment System by composer Tim Fallen. This, this is like, it screams, it's got elements from Solstice, it's got elements from Silver Surfer. Like, this is the Fallen sound. 100%. <laughs> it sounded weird for someone. Like, even though I know this his last fallen, name is Fallen. This is the Fallen, fallen sound. This is the Fallen sound. Like, he's got like this these solos and he's got all these crazy sounds like you were like saying like this he's got a lot going on rise up to the fallen sand <laughs> but uh no this is yeah i'm really digging this i was listening to it now this is a game one of those examples of a game i have never played and so i was trying to picture what kind of environment it would be in and i can see this playing over like even a present day game like spelunky and enjoying the heck out of it it's a great beat like it's it's it evolves too like it starts with that doom, 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 doom. And then it comes into this, all this crazy stuff. And then it keeps evolving and evolving and evolving. But it starts off like this. And when I first heard the opening, I was like, this is insane. He is crazy. Like, he starts off a, a, a track like that. <laughs> it's just nuts. And honestly, stuff like this I kind of enjoy preferably. Because I like the idea of music that constantly kind of evolves throughout his play. As, uh, you know... Don't get me wrong, a really good repetitive beat can definitely win the day. But if I had to choose one or the other, I think I would go with something like this, where it's a constantly evolving track. And especially for that first listen, it constantly shocks and surprises oh, you. Oh, man. All right. So 
We're going to play this after the show because it looks terrible. <laughs> what the game does? Yeah. Oh, no. But it does fall in line with what I said earlier. He, I mean, he's got some good stuff on here, too. And I think we've got games that we holy gripe. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting for sure. No, no, the, uh, the best is this, is this cover artwork. So the cover artwork is like a mixture between... Like oh eighties, uh, yeah. it's so eighties. It's like the best, the best of like the late eighties, early nineties. Um, you know, you got the guy. I thought I was looking at totally rad for a sec. Yeah, it's like totally rad, or it's like um, almost like the Back to the Future kind of font, but with lots of pastels. Treasure master. The dude's got his hat on backwards and was, sunglasses on because he's rad. I was <laughs> expecting an archaeologist, not Mighty Max Junior. <laughs> I think this is going to be our cover. We're going to have to do like some awesome like 80s like thing. It just has to be like, hey. <laughs> oh, mercy. Because there is something like really 80s about this music, too. Well, he composed it in the era and he took advantage of the tools that were at his disposal back then. Yeah. Like we were saying earlier, he took a, they, made, they did a lot with very little, I think, back then. Yeah, this is still only four channels, like three sound channels and one noise channel. So that's only three sounds that could be played at one time. And he beasterized this thing. Yeah, I think uh, I played one from uh, from Neil Baldwin on a previous episode called F1 Championship for the NES. And it sounds like he's got like 12 Nintendos like stacked on top of each other. It's crazy. Um, but we can just talk about this stuff all day long. Pernell? It's time to enter the 80s. More or, 80s. Or maybe early 90s. I say it was early 90s for sure. So what are you starting with, man? The magic and wonder. Yes. Yes. Of a little game we like to call Pac-Man. Oh. And by that, I was like, no. Totally <laughs> but actually, magical game called Solstice. Yes. Which, well, I'll get into that in a little bit. But I have some stories about this music, too. The track of choice is the title screen, which to me is the best track in the game. Oh, without a doubt. So. No doubt. Let's get let's prepare to not press start with title screen. Yeah. Never. Never. Very yeah, you just leave you let these things just go on. <laughs> if it's Tim Fallen, you just let it go. Alright, so here we go. Title screen from Solstice for the NES.
title screen from the game Solstice. So good. So good. It has so much Irish jig in there. It was just glorious. Yeah, it has a really cool, like, kind of Celtic thing. The, the track goes into triplets. It's... Oh, there's this crazy opening. It's a this is an amazing track. Like, it even had a. I'm not sure if you heard it, but I also even caught a hint of Kid Icarus in there. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on for sure. Like, like if you, I'm not sure if you get for the stage for people who aren't like aren't coming to mind immediately. Stage two, which mm-hmm. is the overworld level, where you're on the, where you finally get topside from the underworld. It sounds a lot like. Yeah, I'll have to listen to that later. I'm not as familiar with that one. That was Hirokazu Tanaka, right? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> I know it was Kid Icarus, but uh, it definitely had a lot of that sound going on for it. And again, the the jig is just—I definitely feel like getting up and kicking my feet out and like, boy, you know, being saying a lot of ridiculous stuff. But it's just—it's a feel-good track that changes super heavily. Super feel-good, super feel-good. It changes a lot. I listened to this song a lot when I was a kid. So Solstice is a. Um, what's the word? It's like, like isometric 3D. I, isometric 3D. One like because in the UK it was really big on isometric games for some reason. The um and this was kind of a puzzle game where you played a like a wizard who on the cover was like jacked up, full of like all muscled out, <laughs> shirtless, muscular wizard. Yeah, and um and like you were just like you had to explore every room in this castle to save like the princess or whatever. But like you had to like explore, you had to go into every single room, and it was just really confusing and. And the puzzles were like, um, like monsters would be running around back and forth, and you'd have to like pick up an item and put it on the monster's head, and then jump on the monster's head. But because it was all isometric, it was really hard to figure out where you were. And control even back then, because there was oh, back then it was like you had that cross pad on the NES that didn't have the thumb, didn't have any webbing in the middle between nope. the, <laughs> yeah, the middle of the directions. Off your thumb. But yeah. I listened to the song a lot because on the opening, the demo on the game actually had the computer playing through some of the the stages. Ooh. Some of the rooms. So if I got stuck on a room, I would leave the um, the NES on and just watch the opening over and over again until I saw the room and how to complete it. <laughs> and um, and so I, li- I yeah, but I listened to this music over and over and over again. She has this, she has an excuse, folks. It's like I, 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 for the for the purpose of the music. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just it made it it made it a lot easier <laughs> to yeah. do that. Like it's but also just to put out there before I forget. <laughs> For folks who do like Solstice and remember it before even listening to our show, there is actually a game that recently came out on the PS4 and Xbox One that was made as sort of a tribute to this game, and it was called Lumo. It's pretty cool, I think. Um, I've been quite a fan of it. I was only sad to hear that it's apparently pretty short, but I played it for like a good two hours in one sitting, and I had a great time with it. So if you're interested, look it up. (laughs) All right, well, let's um, let's keep it going. I have another rocking, rocking, long rolling track. This is a rocking and rolling track, definitely. This is um, I've never played this game. I've only heard about it because of the Angry Nerd. But this is Silver Surfer, and this is BGM two from the game Silver Surfer for the NES.
good. Yeah, this is background music two from the game Silver Surfer by Tim Fallen and his brother Jeff Fallen, Jeff with a G, for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, this is crazy good. Like this whole soundtrack is like get off your chair and just like throw your hands up. I'm jitterbugging right now. This is like fist pumping, pelvic thrusting, like but the pelvics. But like the the game is um, famously extremely difficult, near impossible. Well, you gotta admit though, games that are impossible, well, you would hope at least would have the best music because if you gotta repeat mm, yourself mm, to mm. add nausea and frustration. May as well be rocking out while you do yeah, it. The problem is, is like you know that if it's so hard, you're you're never going to get this far in the track. You you might you, you might. might, and then you'll get to the zone when you do. <laughs> it's like Radiant Silver Gun is a game that played that has that similar vibe, where it's like people are it's notoriously difficult. But when you get to certain points in stage where the music kicks in, Ikaruga is the same way actually. Yeah, that's true. You yeah. get to certain points in stage where the music is really the, you start to hit the high notes of the track, and you're just focusing on don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die. <laughs> It all just builds up into this nice luster. Well, the music, the, the it's like wanting to get to that part in the music. Like I want to hear that again. Is almost a motivation to get to keep playing and get better at it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's the um, I want to get back to it in the middle. There's this drum break where he's clearly emulating like a like a ride cymbal, like like in the middle, like, like the little ringing sound of a ride cymbal, and then like there's the kick and the snare coming, and it's just it's so funky. Um. I'm just enamored by this track. That, um, that, that kind of like crazy train, like guitar riff. I want to say it makes me want to try a Silver Surfer, but again, the fact that you mentioned that the angry video game nerd did an episode on it, and it's a game I've never played prior, I know it's going to be a pain in the butt. It's going to be hard. It's one of those games where it's like four stages and hard as nails. You'll never see the third. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough looking game. Anyway, I don't know. I honestly don't know much about the Silver Surfer character. Do you? Um, he. I know he has the power of cosmic. I know he serves oh, the Galactus. Yeah. Galactus. Galactus breakdown. Galactus breakdown. Galactus is cool. No, he's not. He eats planets. What's um? What's what's bad about that? What's good about it? Well, I mean, like, it's not good, but it's cool, right? No! It's not even an awesome thing. He just eats planets. <laughs> it's not like he gets power from planets. He's just a big lummox who eats planets. And it's just like, <laughs> why do you do this? I'm hungry. <laughs> like, that's not exciting. That's not even cool. It's just a bland overly powerful character. <laughs> and whenever he's been on, like, the comics or, like, the TV show... Like when he was on the X, he used to be on the X Men sometime. They could never. Or Apocalypse was like that too. I not thinking about it. But like the same premise was like they, there was no goal. It was just I eat because I'm bored. He's hungry, man. And whenever someone had to hungry. fight him, he went away because why? Because everyone he got bored. He's like I don't uh, even like fighting anymore. I'm gonna leave. Man was like we won. Like you win anything. You're losers. He's too strong and he's too boring to be exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, Silver Surfer's awesome. Like he's cool. I, I he looks cool. I don't I don't know much about the One guy. One of the strongest characters in the Marvel universe, if not the strongest. No kidding. Some people. It depends on who you ask. But how about like he's Phoenix? in the top three? He's in the top three. Top three, at least. 
comic fans, prove me wrong because I'm going off of memory here. If I was thinking like if we didn't do this, we should do like a Marvel episode so I could play from Silver Surfer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's so good. Fine by me. There's tons of oh, great Marvel oh, tracks oh, out there. Oh, oh, oh. Now, what's your song? Mm, 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 mm. Renegade! Oh, not just Renegade. This is the sequel. Target Renegade. Target Renegade. It's come up before. Oh, yeah. But now I'm actually familiar with the game <laughs> and still wanted to pick a track from it. That's that's a cool soundtrack. It's really, really cool. Yes, it is. If you go back to episode eight. Yeah, episode eight. We did that whole episode on cutscenes. Yeah, he, the and cut this cool. game made the cut. Made the cut. And scene. now it's back on the scene <laughs> with stage five, chilling in the park. All right. Lastly, it's just called Park, but I like my name better. you guys are enjoying this i don't even know what else to call it but this is just a fantastic freaking yeah, track it's got kind of like a surf surf surfy rock kind of thing going on stage five park or rather chilling in the park <laughs> chilling the in the game. park target renegade that's not kind of like a chilling out kind of thing going on huh it, more like it gives me that uh like six to seventies punk vibe you know okay slick yeah. your hair back and Got some all kinds of gel in there. Come <laughs> back and wave to the ladies and punch the jukebox instead of you know cutting your bald head. You know tonight I'd rather be doing that. But 
Oh, there to it is. this got, awesome beat, no less. It's got that um, that kind of like ringy, kind of like hi hat, like solo again, just like in this Lover Surfer track, which I thought was pretty cool. It's just like I was listening. I mean, this, Rob made this comment earlier, so I'm not going to steal credit for this, no. but it's like he said, you don't even need nostalgia to or nostalgic vibes to appreciate this tune if you're into game music in any way. Like this, just there's a lot going on for it. It hits. It, it, it has a bit of dynamic. It's pretty dynamic in a lot of ways too, and it has multiple sound channels going mm. through it to give you different like those channels of sound and sense. Yeah, like different like movements. But you're right. Like I think dynamic is a really good term for his style. Yeah, it's, it's constantly evolving, constantly changing, and in a lot of ways you can't anticipate where it's going to go, mm. which in and of itself is a unique trait that I don't really come across in a lot of music by composers. I can appreciate the living daylights out of this. What's interesting is that if you put one of these games on, you'll notice the music is actually quieter because he's using the sample channels for some of the drums and he's mixing them because he couldn't get the samples any louder. He's he lowered the volume of all the other like sound like waves so it all like matches up. So it's actually it's it sounds quieter. So yeah, turn it up. If you turn it up, like you get everything like full blast. Like this is cool. And that's when you get the real jam session. Yeah, yeah, and he's got quiet sections and loud sections. It's really, really interesting music. And the other thing about this, too, like for what little I remember about, you know, Renegade games. (laughs) This is my favorite part. (laughs) Like it it also even said, I mean, the way we described it earlier, the game itself, if I remember correctly, is kind of that similar vibe, too. It's basically a bunch of bikers fighting. Yeah, it's got like that, um, the Warriors kind of thing going on. Yeah, like like the Double Dragon and all that. Very well, like this. I would love to have heard this in Double Dragon 2, even though Double Dragon 2 had his own great music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have heard this in Double Dragon 2 or River City Ransom, Sherman Park, Take 2, Have (laughs) It This. Um, I'd have been a fan of this in that game. Mm -hmm. And who knows, maybe I'll finally give this game a real, real shake. Maybe we should. Um, So, on the kind of positive sounding vibe, I've got my next track, also NES, The Incredible Crash Test Dummies. Remember they were a thing for a while? I remember they had a cartoon. Yeah, I think this is based on the cartoon. Oh, dear Lord. That cartoon was pointless. It's just background music one from the game The Incredible Crash Test Dummies for the Nintendo Entertainment System. This is background music one from the 
Incredible crash test dummies, yeah. <laughs> I, I love how you stopped it. Yeah, yeah that's bad. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good word to always end in. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I go, baby, 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 or woo. Woo was also the right. woo. So I'm gonna go. Here we go. All right. Wear your seatbelt. Don't be a dummy. Wear your seatbelt. Not crash this dummy. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. See, see, we got a record coming out, folks. So yeah, as soon as the song was done, now it's cutting the loop. And I was like, I'm still here in the park. I'm still <laughs> in the park. Um, I feel like I'm doing this good track a disservice because the whole time it was playing for like the first loop or two, all I could think of was the do 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 do. Like I want to go back to the park. In fact, when this episode's over, if we're not doing Treasure Treasure Master, I'm going to sit in the park where the nice cool readers and play yeah, that song absolutely. in my head. So it's just. It's, uh. But again, like this is another awesome track by the by the man. This is um Tim Fallen and and again his brother Jeff Fallen. They work together on this, and this is actually probably the shortest track we're gonna play on this show. Well, yeah, it's surprising. It looped pretty quickly. Like so every once in a while, Blue Moon, you'll come across a track where we'll be listening to it, and then we'll go, wait a minute, the loop already came up. And uh, at least usually with those, it's like it might be like a minute into it. This was like seconds. Yeah. So you seconds. Know, you know who produced this game in 1993? LJN. LJN. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just wonder who did the music for Lightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th just so we can have an excuse to shoehorn those into the show. I'll take a look. I, th- I think I know who it is, but I, I don't want to say for sure. But we'll take a look. Um, uh, 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 what's your final track, Brunel? Oh, now this track's starting to good. Now we got to pick my track. Now it's starting to click for me. Because the <laughs> but, um, he does use that a lot. That kind of... It kind of fades in and fades out. It's very, again, very dynamic in the track. I am digging it. Um, but my track, my final track, is from a game that I have memories of both fun and frustrating. Though in an earlier incarnation. But still, the game is pretty much identical. So let's just go with the choice, which is Super Off-Road. Ooh. Track choice. Fandango. Now, this is the Super Nintendo version of Super Offer. This is our first Super Nintendo track of the day. Maybe our last. Maybe. 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 All right. Let's, let's give it a spin. Let's get. Let, let's let's put these tires to the road. <laughs> Where the rubber hits the road.
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we were back because <laughs> I, I was too busy getting my Fandango on. Um, Fandango from Super Off-Road. Yeah, I think this is the best. This is my favorite, I think, on, on the uh, Off-Road soundtrack. Really? Well, definitely from the Super Off-Road SNES soundtrack for sure. This section, like this section right here sounds super cool. I still have pretty you know heartfelt memories of the NES OST, but I got to say... These Super Nintendo tracks definitely stepped up the game a notch. Yeah, growing up, I wanted off-road in any form I could get my hands on. I was so into this game because it was three players in the arcade. It was so much fun. It was a pain in the butt is what it was. <laughs> we got this game on the NES, and it's the very first driving game I ever played where... I mean, there's other, there's been other games since, of course, but it's the first one I ever played where the steering was controlled by left and right and reference to the direction the car was facing. So you'd have to push right to make the guard car turn right to go up yes. on the map. <laughs> and for the longest time, I couldn't grasp that when I was younger. So my guy would just drive into the wall and go nowhere. I'm nitroing into the wall. It was, it was some weird controls. Again, I think it had a kind of isometric kind of look to it. Yeah, I just wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready for quote unquote actual driving controls in a game that wasn't behind the wheel. Right. So, but once I got used to that, oh man, that bump and jump game style was, was fantastic. Yeah, you upgrade your car and you get a little, a little better control and then it's just all over. Mm-hmm. So the music was, um, the this was originally an arcade game and then ported to like every computer system and video game system at the time. Um, but the arcade music was originally composed by Sam Powell and then adapted onto the Super Nintendo by Tim and Jeff Fallen. And it sounds awesome. Like, this is one of the best versions of that track. I feel like they have, they've done a fantastic job on this. There's no way I could say otherwise. So one thing I found while doing a little research on the composer was that um, if you play this by yourself, the other three cars are controlled by the computer, and they all have names. And it was the red car is named after the composer, the Hurricane Sam Powell, <laughs> and the other two are named after some developers. Uh, so I think I thought that was really cool. Like, hey, he was there's his name, and they actually named the car after him. That's got to be a nice tribute when you think about it too. Like, you actually live on in the game indefinitely. Because a lot of times, I mean, when it comes to our favorite games, music and creation in general. Yeah. A lot of times the people get kind of buried in the credits and most people might just watch the credits only to hear whatever track's playing over but don't remember the names. So you remember the gray car, right? The ghost car? No, the in this game there's four cars, three players. The fourth was always the computer and it was always the super, gray super hard. The gray car. Yeah, I call him the gray ghost. Oh, his name, the game is named after, is named for him. Ivan, uh, St Ivan Stewart. That gray car was named Ivan Stewart? Ivan Iron Man Stewart. This is his game, Ivan Iron Man Stewart's Super hey, Off-Road. Oh, for the record, let's just put this out there. Did any When we were kids, did anybody know who the heck Iron Man Stewart I, was? I'm going to guarantee my cousin Mikey, he was back on 2-1, the Pokemans. Pokemon episodes. Yeah, he knows. That guy's into racing. But was he into racing back then is oh, the yeah, question. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. all I knew was like, Iron Man Stewart's Super Off-Road. <laughs> Thanks, Iron Man, for whatever it is you do. Yeah, you're not the real Iron Man. <laughs> Tony Stark's Super Off-Road. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was, it's, 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 I mean, I love the games. This music is freaking fantastic. Fantastic. Fandang-tastic. Fan Fandang-tastic. Fandangorific. There it is. I'm using that now. Going right. forward. Well, I'm going to pull this track down, if you don't mind, and we're going to get into the bonus round. How about that? Oh, I'm ready for this bo 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 bonus round. Bonus round. For good reason. <laughs> 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 
What? <laughs> what? Okay, what are you on? What are you on? I don't even know what it's an air horn. Rob, you totally swallowed an air horn. You need, you need some of this crystal Pepsi over here. You need right, something. Done. All right, I'm thunder. Thank you, because I'm, I'm scared over here. Your dog is is over here, kind of cowering in the corner. Doesn't know what to make of your voice right All now. All right, air horn done. My first track for the bonus track, unfortunately, is <laughs> air horn by by Rockadocalus. It's the air horn remix. Now, this is um by the artist Voldak with the V ending with a C. Voldak. This is the his remix of BGM one from the game Silver Surfer. Ooh. Yeah, so let's give this one a spin. Oh God, stop! <laughs> no. <laughs>
just plop. Just plopped it down. That was um, Voldak, V-O-L-V-A-C. His remix of Background Music 1 from the game Silver Surfer. Very faithful to the original, but man, those are some heavy synths. Super cool. Man, I'm telling you, see, I, I, I need... I need to resist the urge to go play Silver Surfer because I, don't, I I like the idea of not jumping off of a silver bridge. I'd love to see that. Like, if you, if, I'd love to see like a, a YouTube or a stream of you trying to play through Silver Surfer, honestly. Actually, it might have to happen. Then, I mean, <laughs> that'd be the only way to get there to play There is no map play games or just sitting at my computer finally getting use out of my freaking Hot Pog bucks. Just do it, man. So, for those who are interested in the tears, they could flow. They could flow, so keep that in mind. It might happen sooner than you think. All right, so you picked one from a game I never played, but the soundtrack is fantastic. In fact, I also have never played it, but how fantastic is that soundtrack? Simple. I saw that he had some involvement with this game, <laughs> and it immediately said, I already know what I'm doing. Like, uh, Usually the, the bonus round track is the hardest picks. I, get, I scrutinize, yeah, I search, yeah. I dig. This particular time, it was a no-brainer, done deal. Let's hit it. And you'll know when you hear it. The title is Title Jam. <laughs> the game is from an off untalked about title called Plock. And it's written or remastered, remixed, by a man that goes by the name Maze Dude.
<laughs> was that a jam? That or was, was that a jam? That was a that was a super jam. Told you that it, was a Super Nintendo super jam. I, I, I love that little that little like kind of beat. They took a beat of silence and then boosh, hit the hit the cymbal. <laughs> so much fun. I was all about the horns. Oh right, when everything kind of like faded out. And then the horns came in. <laughs> like this track. I don't even I can't recall the last time I heard it. It was years upon years ago. But very cool. The moment I saw Pluck, it all came back. I was like, I, I, I gotta go with this track. Like so this good. is and this track was genius. And it it's got it's not dancey so much as it's sway. Like I just wanna move. It's a good tune. Really good tune. To get your happies on for. Really good pick, man. Really, really good pick. I enjoyed that very, very much. Thank you. Thank yeah. you kindly. So thank from- Maze Dude and <laughs> thank Tim Fallon for inspiring or providing the track that inspired right. Maze Dude. For more information on the tracks on the bonus round, um, check out rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to their SoundClouds, their Bandcamp. All, all of their information will be there, and you can check out their other music. It'd be great. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcasts. Focus on the composer Tim Fallon. Thank you for choosing this guy because I didn't know what to expect. What I got out of it was spectacular tunage. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed uh, doing a little bit of the research on this one. Oh yeah, it was a great time. And speaking of random research, one thing I want to point out for our listeners here is that. We actually have a new, I don't know, say a new sound in the podcast sphere as of late for game music audio. Yeah, if you want to, um, there's, yeah, there's actually another uh, uh, VGM video game music podcast. Um, the, he reached out to us, and, and it's a really, really cool show. He's very f- much more focused on the music aspects of things, so um, I appreciate that. Um, do you have the title? I actually do. And thank you for asking me because, hey, there we go. Because I don't remember. <laughs> it's only because he's still new to us. But yeah, he's still new, but... It's an awesome gimmick. He goes by the title Forever Sound Version. Forever Sound Version. Um, so yeah, Google that. Put that in your Google. In <laughs> your Google box. And I got to tell you, the first episode, he had a ridiculously awesome standout track. Turrican was great. I love Turrican. But yeah. by the end, I got to tell you, the standout track that he picked was from a game I have never heard of or played called V-Rally. Oh, and yeah. That was really good. When you listen to this track or you listen to this podcast and you come across that track, oh, you'll know. You'll know you're in for some good times with this guy. So give him a listen. Yeah, so definitely check him out. Um, yeah, uh, if you want to let us know what you're up to, um, what you think about the show, or if you've got any of your own tunes, or even if you're doing your own podcast, let us know about it. Send us an email. 
Rhythm and Pixels at Hotmail.com. And for more information about our show and um, full track listings for all of the episodes and all of the goofy artwork that we do every week, uh, check out the website. RhythmandPixels.com. Um, yeah, and uh, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash RhythmandPixels, and Twitter, at RhythmandPixels. You'll find us there, you know, posting stupid stuff, pictures of my cat, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and uh, pretty soon, if you want to be uh, a patron of our show, um, you can do that. Um, you know, a few bucks a month, even just a dollar a month, will go a long way to you know, helping us uh, with the file storage and the domain name, um, all that stuff. It's, it would be really helpful. So I'll have the information to that uh, on the Facebook and on the uh, on the blog. But got, got anything else, man? Mm, honestly, just I'm looking forward to more dialogue, more suggestions, yeah. more general awesomeness. And I got to say, there's been a lot more dialogue and chatter on the Facebook sphere for sure. It's nice to see a lot of like kind of community kind of coming up on there and, and just chatting it up. Um, it's really great to see that. And I get to learn about more uh, more stuff I might not have heard before. Yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, like, there's just something nice about, you know, somebody coming out and saying, oh, yeah, man, you totally, even if it's something like, yo, dude, you totally missed this track. Yeah. Check this out. And like, all right, it's almost like that scene from Back to the Future. Now, say how you're looking for, listen to this. <laughs> and then they send you a link. And um, then people, everyone starts chatting about it. Um, also, game recommendations have been coming through on there, which is beautiful. So, definitely. All right, so um, I got to sign off because it's uh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeepus! I know what happens. All right, so um, we're the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols, and I'm Pernell. Thank you all for listening. Not much for a word of wisdom tonight, only because the topic wasn't fitting for <laughs> one. So all yeah. I want to say is I've given up soda for two weeks now. I just took a sip of Crystal Pepsi tonight. I don't know what's happening to me, but I'm kind of scared because it's not quite gelling. <laughs> It'll do that to you. I'm scared. I'm, I'm proud of you for, for cutting it out. Maybe you should cut it out a little bit longer. We'll, I will once I get through the nostalgia trip of Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Uh. All right. Um, Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> oh, wait. Here we go. Um, it's the one. <laughs> that was the slogan, wasn't it? I think so. Not you got the right one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's how you end the show. <laughs>